Hey, hey, my name is Kirsten Galfan, and I'm so glad you're here. We'll be chatting and getting pumped up about how to make your life better and healthier, and sometimes easier and more fun too, right? I get to coach and train people like you almost every day, and we bring the fun, accountability, and results to where you're at right now. We'll be here weekly with a fun and crazy mix of inspiration and application, incredible guests, and your quick Friday victory lap. You are here at the Making Changes You Love to Live With podcast. Hello. I am so glad you're here. Welcome. Welcome. Thanks for having me. This is so fun. Oh, it's so good. So Kaylee, she, I heard her say, I heard you sing at my mom's group. And I was like, oh, I just, I don't know. I was like, I need to reach out right now before I forget. So before I left the parking lot of mom's group, I messaged you on Instagram (laughs) and I listened to your music uh, since then. And I'm just so inspired by you. Uh, So I wanted you to come on the podcast. The podcast is called making changes you love to live with. And the, you know, this between the stuff you sing about and the fact that you're on Spotify and like, you're kind of doing it, you're going for it. You're doing it. I know that everyone's story is different, but many times we hold ourselves back of making changes. We love to live with because we're like, Oh, normal people don't try that or do that. So thank you for being vulnerable in your music and thank you for showing up here today. And I can't wait to hear a little bit more of your story. Well, any of your story, really, I haven't heard your story. So the first thing that comes to my mind is like how and why and what like made you kind of record music and do that. Cause that is incredible to me. I bet you there's so many things, maybe it's not music, but I bet you there's so many things that we can all like think about. And we say like, we either avoid doing, cause we're like, Oh, is that a thing mm-hmm. or not? Um, is that something I can do? Like, we don't have the courage to step into it and to try it. So tell us about like how and why, and tell us the story of how you got into recording your music and you write your own music too, right? Yeah. Yeah. All the songs of the album were original songs. One of them was a co-write with a friend of mine, but. Okay. Okay. So what, so on Spotify, you can look up your name. So it's K-A-L-I Joy. Yep. Yep. And uh, right now she has a picture of, I have it pulled up. Um, and so you have an album called, what's your album called? It's called Real Life. So Real Life. And that's my favorite song. Real Life and Sand are my favorite songs. But so tell us, like, how did, how did you do this? Like, did you start with singles? Like, did you start with the album? What caused you to be able to be like, here we go. Let's do this thing. Oh, it's, it's been a journey. It's been an adventure for sure. So <laughs> Basically, um, you know, my whole life, I've loved music, wanted to be an artist, but kind of like with what you were saying, there's, there's always things that hold us back, whether it's our fear or insecurity or lies people have spoken over us. And um, my journey has been one of thinking like, 
you know, I want to do music, but I think that I, I can't and I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And the last many years has been a journey of God just speaking, you can and you should. And ah. just realizing like the things that he puts in our hearts that we're passionate about, we're going to be able to make the biggest difference in people's lives anyways, doing what we love. So yeah. why not do what we love and just be who he made us to be? <laughs> oh, why not? Why yeah. not? Right. Yeah. Uh, so tell us more about the, the feeling or what the can't and shouldn't. And then how did the transformation kind of occur? You said there was a lot of things like you can't or you shouldn't. Yeah. Do this thing that you love. Yeah. I think um when it comes to being an artist, there can be this sense of like, at least in the Christian world, like you don't want to make it about you and you don't want to have the wrong motivations for for stepping into something. And I've just had to realize like that's just like false humility. That's not mm. actually being humble. <laughs> And, um, just stepping into, yeah, just embracing like the gifts that God has given us, like they're just meant to be shared with people. And, um, so it's, yeah, it's been partly that. And also I'm just like, even though I'm like doing all these really bold things, I'm extremely fearful person. Like, I'm just like, I have to work through the fear at every step. Um, Okay. if you're listening to this and you are like, oh, I could never do that. That would be so terrifying. Like I get it. <laughs> I am well, thank so- you for being vulnerable yeah. in that way. Like, thank you for being vulnerable. Cause sometimes people that we see doing these things, like you're on Spotify, like that's incredible. Let's celebrate that for a minute. <laughs> uh, and thank you for saying that it's not, you work through the fear every step of the way. So it's yeah. not the absence of fear. I, mm-hmm. uh, wow. So what is your last thing that you really felt fear come in and you're like, Nope, this is on my heart for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I'm choosing to step into it. Like, is does something come to mind that you could share on that? Um, yeah, I think this, the process of this album actually started in March of 2020. And, uh, I had all the time in the world to write songs because everybody was just stuck at home. Yeah. And so I basically worked on the album. It took me a year and a half to finish it. Okay. And the, uh, over the course of working on it, I just started feeling like I needed to promote it. And that if I don't ever promote it, like who's going to hear the songs. Right. And, and through that process, I just got connected with some really wonderful people and some really talented people to help me record the songs, which I was planning on just doing it all myself. Mm -hmm. So, but in, in the music world, it's very expensive and it adds up the more you work with really great people. Um, so I just one day just really felt like, what if I took a risk? What if I raised money for this? Like literally asked the people in my life to support this, which is like so scary. (laughs) Um, Oh my goodness. That is so amazing. I love that 
so much. You, that act of vulnerability, that does sound so scary. Like that freaks me out. And I, but I'm so thankful that you did that. Mm. So you literally, so while you're writing the songs, mm-hmm. you thought that I need to start promoting it. And I bet you asking people in your life, the question, whether they said yes, no, or maybe asking that question was a pro I mean, that seems like a growth process in itself, but that is a way of promoting it too. talking about it. Like I am doing this, like, this Mm -hmm. is what I'm working on. And would you like to be a part of it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was, it was pretty transformational, like having a conversation with every, like pretty much everyone in my life that I'm at least a little close to, like, this is my heart. This is why I want to do this album. This is why I think it's going to make a difference in people's lives and just like letting people decide what they wanted to do with that. But just like saying, Hey, do you want to join me in this thing that I'm doing? And it was crazy. Cause the more that I did that, I was like, wow, people are excited about this thing because I'm excited about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah That's so incredible. I, yeah. It was so, so crazy. Yeah. I guess I'm really interested, um, that like, I have some how questions and I know sometimes we get stuck in the how, like, how mm-hmm. did you do that? Cause I think the the major lesson here is, is a choice and having fear and still moving forward. That's the real lesson. And so the how is just like, you know, not as big of a question, but I, I have to ask, like, so did you just start calling people up when you saw people telling about it? And then how did you invite them Because sometimes like I'm a super enthusiastic, excitable person and I like to, you know, try new things. And I like people to do like to work on teams and things like that. I think that's a real fun thing, but sometimes I'll be like, I'm really excited about this and and, but there's no invite of like, well, how could they get involved? Yeah. So how did that work logistically speaking and stuff? Yeah. So I, I'm blessed that like, I had some people like coach me through that really. Um, so my, my dad and then my sister-in-law and my brother have all raised support for like their Mm -hmm. job before. And so they coached me of like, Mm -hmm. this is how you create a vision and these are the steps. And so basically I like, I wrote a letter and I sent that out to people and then I followed up and just called them and, and met in person and and things like that. So it was like, they gave me, uh, the steps to take and I had to choose to take them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, But the way was like made clear for me, which was a huge gift. And um, yeah, I just had to be faithful in it and it was a lot of work. It was so much work. Um, but yeah, like I said before, it was a transformational process and I, I don't say this to like, Oh my gosh, look what I did. But literally I, my goal was to raise $20,000 
and God brought in 30,000, which is insane. And so because of that, like literally people all over the world are hearing these songs. And if I hadn't taken those steps, like probably just like the 50 people that I know would have heard, (laughs) you know? So true. And people need to hear these songs. I was just listening before we hit record, um, to real life and sand and freedom. And I am so thankful because you're right. There's no way I would have heard your music otherwise, if you wouldn't have been brave and stepped out in faith, like you said. So thank you for doing that. Uh, so to kind of switch gears to writing these songs, I am curious, I want to hear the story of real life, like that story. Like, I don't know. And maybe it's like when you read a book and then you see a movie, you're like, I imagine something different. No, but I, I do want to hear that. Like what that song means to you, what the words, like, what's the story behind real life and what is the message that you want people to receive from that song? Mm. Mm. Good question. (laughs) So I have been on a journey like the course of all of my 20s of uh, just wrestling with the idea of like, is there a perfect God out there who like loves me, like who actually loves me? And like, not that I just like hear that or people tell me that, but like I actually experience that for myself personally. Yeah. Um, And it's just been a very long journey of diving into those questions and that place of doubt and um, really learning a lot of things that I've believed about life and about myself that like just haven't been true Mm -hmm. and putting in the work every day to choose to believe things like against even what you feel Mm -hmm. that, um, that begin to slowly bring change into your life. And so I had this one moment, I'll never forget it. Um, I was on a retreat with some friends and I was in the hotel room um, at night by myself one night and just feeling just all the emotions of, I think that all of us feel at some point of just feeling alone and, and broken and I remember so clearly just choosing to like repeatedly uh, speak the truth that God loved me. Just like I probably did it hundreds of times. And it was a really like breakthrough moment for me where I just chose to believe that um, to a deeper level than I ever had before. And it was kind of like like when you, when you dive into a pool and you like go down and touch the bottom and then you're like, you're, you're swimming back up for air and your lungs are just like, I can't breathe. And then you like break the surface and you take this like huge breath of air and it's like, Oh, like, okay. Like, this is true. Like I'm experiencing this life within me. And so real life has just been like, as I am experiencing the love of God, I'm just like, wow, I was like drowning in a pool my whole life. Like, Mm -hmm. and now that I'm experiencing his love, like this is real life. 
And there is no other way that I want it. Like I want him in my life. And, you know, the journey of following him, like you have to learn his ways are better than yours. And sometimes that's really hard. Mm -hmm. Um, But, but I look back at just where I used to be and who I used to be. And it's just, it's a, it's hard to even put into words, but it's like, I wasn't, I wasn't alive. I wasn't living in, in the way that I am now. And yeah, that's pretty much, that's the story. (laughs) Oh, that is, that is amazing. I was writing all kinds of notes down, um, on that. And I loved your visual that you give. I resonate a little bit with the feeling I've just kind of realized recently in the last few years, I didn't even notice this was happening, but basically because of whatever it, you know, uh, the combination of things, I felt like I always needed to earn it, earn it, earn it, earn it, earn it. And I have two little kids now. And I think since my daughter was born, I think I've slowly started to realize like unconditional love, like what that means. Mm -hmm. And the fact that just being vulnerable, like the fact that I don't have unconditional love for myself, Mm. but having kids and knowing the unconditional love I feel for them, like, like you were saying, like experiencing it. And I love that you kept on saying, like repeating the word choice, Mm. like we get to have a choice in some of these things. And we get, sometimes we just get to choose that that's what we're going to, we're going to question that. Why, you know, why do I feel like I have to earn it? Is that really the way I want to live? Um, and just like being able to experience that with my kids, it was just eye opening to me that I don't have unconditional love for myself. And I don't, there's a part of me that maybe thinks like, I am not worthy of that. You know what I mean? So that's like a journey. And I like that you say like, of course there's transformational moments in your story. And there's moments like you describe that as a moment you'll never forget. Mm -hmm. And I think there's probably many others that you could tell us about, but that didn't stop you from continuing to step into it, continuing to do the work, continuing to, like you said, repeat and, you know, making that choice, I, you know, my business isn't working out. And so I talk about getting your reps in. It's not going to just happen overnight. Like I'm not going to do one squat and have the best glutes and quads you've ever seen. Right. right. <laughs> so, or the most powerful, let's not sure. make any, right. The most powerful glutes and quads you've ever seen. We need to have a process and uh, a commitment and showing up muscle and getting your repetitions in to make the positive impact. That's good. And you said the word alive, and that is the word I chose for my word of the year for this upcoming year. We're in this magical time when we're recording this in between Christmas and new year's. And that time for me is just like, magical. I love this time of year in the way of vision and reflection and thinking of, you know, what kind of choices 
I want to make and maybe what kind of things I want to like break up with, but maybe it's not going to just be like a one moment thing. It's like, Oh no, I'm going to break up with that thing. Uh, and to continue to make that choice. And so you said the word alive and I was like, yes, Mm. that is, that is the word I'm choosing for my year. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> oh, so I'm so excited about that. And then another thing as you're describing this, and you can hear when you hear in the song, this is real life, when you say it, like you could say like, this is real life, but obviously that's not the feeling you get. Like, I just feel like this is real life. Like, busting out of the pool, like coming up for air and like feeling like you've never breathed in that way before. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm like big into practices and things and how having things in our environment or things in our life that we choose to put there to remind us that. And I just think what an amazing gratitude practice to say, like, to notice the moments in our life or maybe at the end of our day, say like, what are the moments that you can say, "Ah," throw your hands up and be like, this is real life. Like, this is my real life. Like, what were the moments? Like we all have them. You know, we've just, we're hopefully coming out like a really, really hard time in so many ways. Uh, But there's moments like we can find the moments that this is real life. Mm. like choosing that practice and saying like, what can I say that about Mm. today or this week or in this past year? Yes, there were struggle, there were challenge. Um, But what can I say that about? Like, "Ah, this is real life. So that is just really, really cool. I love that. So you have an album. Mm -hmm. Did you have singles? before the album or how did that work in your journey? I've done, um, you know, the last five, six, seven years I have been doing music. Okay. Um, but I haven't been like really diving in 100%. So this album was definitely a turning point of I'm choosing to own this and Mm. own who I am being an artist and I'm not holding anything back anymore. And, you know, like there's steps, like it's a process. We're not always ready to like dive a hundred percent in day one. Like you were talking about, you know, fitness, you can't go run a marathon on day one. You have to train a long time for that. So Mm. But with everything that's like actually worth pursuing in life, like you, you just have to put the time in. And mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, choosing to own it, what does your real life look like? Cause I know, um, and I always encourage everyone in my life that will listen to own these things that are in your heart. Like it's there for a reason, but I know from a logistical standpoint and, uh, a practical standpoint that sometimes, you know, you build a bridge before you're making full-time income. Mm-hmm. Uh, so could you just share with us? Cause sometimes I think we do everyone a disservice. So when I started my business, uh, it was in 2008, I had already been teaching at all sorts of different places. I had worked with a mentor, 
starting off a gym before I even got my master's. I was, you know, working and doing different things, right. And working for university recreation, I had a graduate assistantship in that area. And the thing is, is it, it still felt like a huge leap Mm -hmm. and what I had to do. I know everyone's journey is different, but what I told myself is I thought to myself, okay, Kirsten, this is the time it's here for a reason. Mm. And, um, I'm actually so, so, so thankful. There's like moments and people in my life that I'm like, thank you for putting yourself out there and calling me. Like, so I was in an interview because I had told my boss and then an amazing mentor of mine at the time too, he wanted me to stay on at the university. And so he said, I'm going to create a position Da, 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 da. And so he did all the work and he created this position. I was going to be able to design a fitness center, a small fitness center at the university. And mm-hmm. that sounded like really appealing because I love all of this stuff. Right. Um, and I was just sitting in the interview and it was, I felt as if they wanted me to commit to it and say right now, yes, mm-hmm. I'm in. There was just something inside me. I was like, I, you know, respected and, and really appreciated these people. And I didn't want to let them down by any means, but there was something inside of me. and like, no, 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 this is not it. This is not it. And I was just like, can I have 24 hours to think about it? Mm. And they said, of course. Yeah. And then this woman called me. I knew of her. I don't know how she got my number even because the other like three people who were interviewing me, I knew really well, but I did not know her well at all. Like she called me and I was walking across on campus. Like I remember the road I was walking across and she said, Kirsten, this is, you know, so-and-so. And I was like, hi. And she was in the interview because they needed to get funding from multiple departments to create this position. And so uh, she's like, you know, you don't have to take it. Right. Mm. And I was just like, I just like, you know, got emotional and I thought, no, I don't need to take it. And so what part of my journey, like from a, but I'm also like a practical person, like I'm not going to ever. And now I have a family, like I would never put my family at risk. I would never, you know what I mean? So I was just like, okay, now's the time. Like now is the time, like I'm not used to making a ton of money. I have this GA position, you know, obviously it's an amazing opportunity because they paid for my master's and everything. And so I said, like, this is the time I'm used to only making this amount of money. I cannot try and make this amount of money. Like, so let's just go ahead and go with it. But I didn't like, you know, have a brick and mortar. Like I didn't have this huge mortgage, nothing like that. So I just kind of like made the leap and I said, like, this is, this is the time to try it. And like you, it was incredible, like Mm -hmm. lightning in a bottle. Mm -hmm. Like it was just amazing. The people who came up to support me and to coach me and like, okay, Kirsten, want me to help you with the business plan, things like that. And the, the clients and the movement and the community that we were able to create together because like every person that showed up and raised their hand and said like, all right, let's do this thing was part of the formula. But you're like, you're 
you're right. As far as like, I still had to make that choice. Right. And to step into it and say no to something that felt like was really hard for me to say no to honestly, because I grew up in a very, like, I respect authority. Mm -hmm. I like very much want to be, I'm trying to step out of this, but you know, people pleasing, I want to make a positive difference. I want to honor and respect people that, you know, these mentors of mine are like, you got to do this Kirsten. Like they wanted me to do it. Um, so anyway, what is real life? If you don't mind sharing with us, like what did it take and does it take to know that you don't just get like this record deal that you start making? I don't know. I don't know what artists make. I'm sure it's like, whatever. So how, how do you do that for yourself and how do you choose that? Yeah. Well, honestly, the word that just came to mind is your word alive. Like with your story, it felt like you were trapped or like death to you to like stay there, even though it was like cool and like exciting and like on paper, it felt right. But like, something in your soul was like, this isn't what I'm supposed to do. And when, when she spoke that to you, like, you don't have to do this. It was like, your soul was like, I can breathe. Like I can be alive. And like, it sounds like your journey since then has been like, just so amazing. And like, how cool is that? That like, you you stepped into that and all the lives that like have been impacted through you doing that. And I would say I'm like, not as far along, like on the timeline of things as you of like really stepping into things. But I would say the same exact thing for me. Like there's just something inside of me that knows, like, if I don't do this, I'm going to spend the rest of my life wondering what would have happened if I did and just being kind of like asleep and, and really not thriving, even if I, you know, have a steady income, like, is that really what we're made for? Just like thriving, you know, thank you. Can you please repeat that? Is that really what we're made for a steady Mm -hmm. income? If that is like the epitome and the peak of our life, like, wow. Yeah. No, thank you. So I don't want to sign up for that life. <laughs> Me either. Right? Yeah. Oh, keep going. I didn't want to interrupt you, but I was like, let's highlight and circle that. Please say it again and continue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I mean, for me, I'm definitely not in a place where my music is supporting like my life full time. I would yes. say like, there's, there's like a slow, like, you know, I'm, I'm making some money from it now, yeah but nowhere near like this is sustaining me, but, but again, like I'm alive because I'm doing what I love. And, you know, I, I teach music lessons, which is the way that I make my income, which is like kind of what I love doing anyways. So, (laughs) um, it's just, yeah the I think the the biggest thing is when when we think of ourselves 5 10 15 even 20 years from now can you picture yourself 
not making that choice, like Mm -hmm. to go for it. And what would that mean for you? Like, what would that destroy in your life if you didn't, if you didn't go for it right now? And at least take the the first step towards it to explore it. Because, you know, let's say you have a dream and you're not sure if you would like it. Like you can always just take one step. It's not like you're committing your entire life for the rest of your life to this one thing. Like, I think that some personalities like to keep their options open and they have so many interests Yeah, and it can be, it can feel limiting to like chase this one big dream, but, but we have like seasons of life for every Mm -hmm. dream and we have so many dreams. I have a whole list of like dreams for my life and I'm like, I can't pursue them all right now, Right, but you know, like I'm, I'm pursuing this really big one of music right now and and it's it's going places and I don't know where that is but that's like it's an adventure you know oh (laughs) oh god you're speaking my language and I just want to encourage you to keep on like all those things you were saying is like yes um so I've had different seasons in my business and obviously in my life too and this is what I think some people get wrong and it holds them back and it's really destructive, honestly, in my opinion, is like, just because it's not profitable, something that makes you feel alive and Mm -hmm. is in your heart and you know, it's helping you or it's helping other people. If it's not profitable overnight, it's not profitable overnight. Mm -hmm. It's, it's still there for a reason. And the journey is there for a reason. There's been so many things, including now, where basically, you know, I have this, you know, signature program in my business where it used to be called boot camp, Right. And so that carried some of these other passion projects, even within my business, like this podcast is not profitable yet. Like mm-hmm. it's not profitable yet, but the fact that it's supposed to be this way, like it is absolutely supposed to be this way. And these other things that we have in our life, these other gifts, if we choose to open them is, is sustaining this. It's allowing me to be able to do this. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think, like you said, like take a small step and see what happens. Yeah. And so I think it's really amazing that you are doing other things to when, you know, your music is not sustaining you yet, or maybe it never will. Like maybe it will always be something that's like makes you feel alive and is amazing and helps other people. And you do other things as well. Like you teach the music lessons and you like get to share with these young and maybe not so young minds mm-hmm. that can be still so adaptable and still be transformed in a positive way. Uh, that they would have never had that if they had a teacher that was like, Oh, eh, you know, yeah. <laughs> so restrictive and <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So it's so clear to me that you have an artist like in you. And so even when you're teaching, that's going to help mm-hmm. anyone you teach really open up to say like, this is good. This mm-hmm. is good that I have this in me. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that's really, really cool. 
Mm-hmm. All right. So as we wrap up, can we share with the listeners my favorite song right now? Sand also I really like, but I have to be like, sand is more the mood. It's like more moody yeah. if I need to be like, <laughs> but real life is like anytime I can be like, oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> can we share at the end of this podcast with listeners real life? And then can you share with the listeners where to find you, how to follow you, how to support you in this journey? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So tell us where can we follow you? How can we support you? Yeah. So, um, I would say Instagram or I mean, mostly Instagram. I'm on Kaylee Joy Music. So K-A-L-I Joy Music. And I have a website, kayleejoy.com. Okay. And then you can find my music on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube. I have some videos on YouTube, um, pretty much wherever you listen. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so cool. And I will put those things in the little description for the podcast when this comes out as well. So they can have it written down uh, as well. Thank you so much for sharing your music with us, sharing your heart and your story, your vulnerability. I know, and I know, no, no, it's going to make a difference. Mm. And just like you said earlier, if everyone listening could, we're asking you to share it. We're asking you to share Kaylee's music. We're asking you to share this episode if it meant something to you, Mm. because it cannot get into the ears and into the lives of the people who need it otherwise. Mm. Yeah. You're listening right now. You're listening for a reason and you are a vehicle. Mm. You are a vehicle. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. You're amazing. Thank you so much for having me. And I just love what you're doing on this. I have a good feeling of this work that we're doing, your work you're doing. And so I have a good feeling about it. So yes, Mm -hmm. let's do it. Yay. All right. Thank you. See ya. Bye. Woo woo. Oh yeah, you did it. This has been another episode of the Making Changes You Love to Live with podcasts. I think you know already that I love, love, love helping people just like you become stronger, brighter, bolder versions of yourself. I see something in you that maybe you don't even see yet. Okay. So I just want you to like soak that in and receive it and be like, yes, yes, she's talking to me. I can't wait to warm up with you with a little fitness inspired warm up on Friday to get your blood pumping and do a victory lap on your week. Let's finish with this amazing song by Kaylee Joy. And the intro song is her amazing work as well. So woo woo. Let's do this thing. I love the sentiment of this song and I hope you enjoy it too. Again, thank you for being here. You listening, you sharing your story, being a part of this community, sharing episodes with friends, sharing this podcast with friends. It just makes a world of difference and allows this to happen. So get it, get it. Have a great day and enjoy the song. 
This is real life. No other way. 